Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Forging the Path. My name is Adam, and this podcast, it's really, it's all about helping men become the kind of men that God created us to be. And I'm super stoked today because my guest is one of my neighbors, and uh, he's also in um, in a profession that I think he's going to bring a lot of knowledge to us. And uh, his name is Chad Rexical. It's a funny last name. Chad, did I get that right? You got it. I got it right. Yes. So, um, Chad, why don't we start with this? Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, um, maybe a little bit personally, but also professionally, and how you got into your profession and where your passion for our topic today comes from, our topic, which is health and fitness. So, Chad, take it away. Well, thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me on here. This is it's gonna be a lot of fun, and and like you said, my passion is when it comes to health is just we, we gotta have health. If if we don't have health, we're really not any good to God, right? Right. He's he's got you know a plan for us, and if we're sick and just laying on the couch or you know not living to our passion, then we're not gonna reach His goals for us, right? So uh, that really has kind of driven me personally um, in my profession. I I grew up on Pewaukee Lake, and I was sailing. Um, pretty competitively all over Midwest, even getting to um, some outer states, like into the oceans and stuff like that. But oh wow! Um, <clears throat> but I really wanted to do well, and I would look around the yacht club, and I would see a lot of um, the adults. You know, they their backs were always hurting them. They're always popping pills, and and also a lot of people were were getting sick and diseased and going through different treatments or surgeries. And I was like, well, if I want to keep sailing competitively and if I want to keep doing well, how can I stay healthy? How can I you know, have my performance at that level for a, for a long, sustained period? And, and um, at the time, I, I was seeing my optometrist, right? So getting my eyes checked, and I thought he was a really cool guy, older gentleman at the time. He was always... Uh, like jet skiing and swimming and like playing with his grandkids. He was like this really healthy guy. And I'm like, nice. I'm like, he's like, I think he was like 70 at the time, but um, I was like, how can I be that energetic and have that much fun when I'm 70? I'm only in my teens now or something like that. So what can I do now to stay healthy, right? Yeah. So um, also in my family, you know, I'd, I'd lost my two of my grandparents to cancer at an early age. So I kind of went through that process and, and saw what it did to my mom and you know how devastated it was to see her lose her parents at an earlier age. But when I would go to the MD, they have my checks, they would be like, well, what's your symptoms? I'm like, well, I don't have any symptoms. And they would say, well, well, you're, that means you're healthy, so you don't have any symptoms, right? And I'm like, well, I don't wanna wait until I have any symptoms to, to be healthy, right, or to do anything about it, so what can I do now? And at the time, the, the doc was actually, well, I, I see you have got cancer in your family, so unfortunately, you're probably going to get cancer someday. This is, this is a kid, right? I'm a teenager. <laughs> is, right? A doctor just says this is to a, a teenager. This, is a teenager, oh, which, which, which was scary, but it was what I needed to hear because yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that I can do something now so I don't end up in that situation. Yeah, yeah. don't just speak so, that over me. Like, right, exactly. It's just a certainty. Exactly. So that's kind of the route that it got started. Um, even with nutrition, too, I remember I'm also a hockey player. I played, uh, again, uh, a high level of hockey, played D1 for a little bit and stuff like that. I still do some adult men's leagues and things like that. But um, I remember in high school, 
uh, my dad took me to the game and we were running late. I think we came from like the hotel or something like that. We were playing Stevens Point, so they're all really good hockey players. Um, and I remember we, we ran through McDonald's and we got McDonald's food, right? Yep. And at the time, just like you're just getting food because you're hungry. Yeah. And and I played horribly, <laughs> horribly, <laughs> right? So so I kind of... Fueled I, by McDonald's. Exactly. So I linked it to the food. I'm like, that's not food, right? That's not feeling my body. Uh, it just yeah. made me weighed down and, and just sluggish and slow. And um, I think we lost like five to two or something like that. I can't remember, but I'm the goalie. So I'm the one that let those five goals in and I don't think we were outshot it. I'm pretty sure they had less shots on us, meaning I didn't do my job. Right. Yeah. So all these little things just kind of built up to, um, what can I do better and how can I perform better? These are things you're realizing as a teenager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Exactly. So, um, so through that, uh, my again back to my optometrist. He was the one that was like, "Well, um, a lot of my profession sticks around for a long time. Not a lot of people uh, will retire, and you know they're doing LASIK surgery and things like that now. So um, it's kind of boring. You're you're sitting in a in a dark room, just saying number one or number two your whole profession. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't sound that too exciting. But my but the optometrist was like, well, my 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 buddy went to chiropractic school at the same time I went to optometry school and. He really likes it. He's 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 doing marathons and he's doing these really cool things and he's exercising. He feels good and he looks really good. He looks way younger than he actually is. So I had no clue what a chiropractor was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so investigated that myself and realized that that the the nervous system controls your entire body and that's one thing that none of us really think about in, until it's bad, mm-hmm. right? So so if you have a pain in the spine, typically we're just popping a pill, covering it up, kicking the can down the road, and then maybe injections, and then surgery, and then permanent pain for the rest of your life is kind of what I started seeing out there with uh, with with pain. But with with chiropractic, it was it just opened up the doors to your potential. Mm. How how can you stay healthy? How can you prevent this? How can you stay ahead of it? So I did go to chiropractic school, went down to Florida. I mm. figured I'd head down to the ocean, right? Head down to the, the waves for a little bit and enjoy uh, Florida life for a bit. Uh, but I always knew I would, would come back. But when I was down there, I knew I wanted to open up a chiropractic practice eventually, so I need to have some business skills, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, I was like, I'm gonna go to every single talk uh, I'm going to learn from whoever comes here, and I'm just going to learn as much as I possibly can. And sure enough, my first week at chiropractic school, um, I'm walking to this outdoor venue to hear the first speaker, and um, I'm walking with my friends. We're going to the seats, and one of the guy, one of the actually it was an older student, he came out of the group and and basically pointed me out and just started talking to me and saying. Oh, you're new here, blah blah. How come you're coming to the to the workshop or the talk? And I said, I'm just here to learn. And I thought he was a speaker at first, um, but he was the one that brought the speaker in. Um, he, that guy turned out to be um, Dr. Josh Axe. Um, he's got one of the most. He's got uh, DrAxe.com. He at one point he had the largest natural um, health website 
uh, in the world oh, wow. uh, for, for a while. So he started his own chiropractic practice, built it, built the radio show, built the supplement line, built the website, and now it's still, uh, I think it's like 100 million people or something like that go to the website a month or something like that. It's something crazy. Oh, Anyways, the the speaker um, turned out to be Dr. Charles Majors, and he had a Bible and a green book. And I was like, oh my goodness, what is this going to be like, you know? <laughs> um, so everybody knows what the Bible is, but a green book is uh, the chiropractic philosophy. Um, mm. Have you ever seen like Dead Poet Society? Yeah. Yeah, great yeah. movie. Robin Williams, Love we were just it. talking about that yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like you, 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 these guys were going to like a cave and diving deep into poetry um, with, with the green books, with chiropractic, it's you diving really deep into philosophy of chiropractic. I mean, you can go really deep at some mm. amazing stuff. Um, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, when they were developing the profession, they didn't have all the scientific research and stuff like that we have now, um, but they were just trying to figure it out at the time. And it's funny how all that philosophy um, was spot on to what the science is saying now with chiropractic and health. So it was just really exciting to see that. Wow. But this doc, Dr. Majors, was uh, always talking up in the speech. He was talking about in his office, he sees patients with cancer and heart disease and diabetes and athletes that are you know, at a high performance. And I was like, woo, I want to learn from this guy because I don't want to just treat back pain and neck pain and headaches. I want to treat health and vitality and you know getting us to the full potential but he always gave credit back to God because he knows that that without his power none of the health can even be there for us yeah, right yeah wow so who is this doctor Dr. Charles Majors Dr. yeah Charles down in, cool. in in Chicago so luckily enough um, I got to mentor with him through chiropractic school learning from him, listening to him, and then I interned with him for a year in Chicago awesome. before I came up here and started my practice. Huh. So I just tried to be a sponge and just learn as much as I possibly could from him yeah. to to be healthy. So so when it comes down to like men's health or even, you know, anybody's health, it's just how how badly do you really want it, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many fad diet books out there. There's, there's lots of gyms. Everybody knows that they need to exercise. Everybody knows they need to, you know, eat vegetables, right? But everybody's still going through the drive-through. They're getting the quick, you know, fixes. They're just feeling their bodies with whatever junk they can find, yeah. right? But it's not, it's not in alignment with true health. Makes yeah. sense. So, I just did a workshop uh, for my patients on Tuesday. It was a 21-day health challenge and I literally just went through what you do for the next 21 days right we're gonna drink more water right believe that or not right mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. got water right here we're gonna drink more water because we're very dehydrated our brain is 80% water our bodies are 70% water so if we're not drinking enough water yeah. our cells are literally just raisins, right? They're they're sticking. They're, they're that sludgy. dehydrated. Exactly. Wow. And you know we're all drinking 
a ton of coffee, a ton of soda, you know, sugary drinks. It's just all out there. I'm guilty on the coffee. Oh, me too. I love coffee. (laughs) A Uh, cup or two a day, probably. But but believe it or not, coffee is fine for us. Um, It's just what we put into the coffee. Oh, no. It's black coffee There you go. Exactly. Okay. That's good. The the milk and sugar and the the creamer. The 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 typical person will, yeah, put all the, the toxic creamers and weird fats and oils and stuff like that that go Orange into it. Orange mocha frappuccino. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sugars. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> yep. So, so that's the, that that's really the mindset that we have to have. Like, you know, what, what is this going to do to us lo- long term, right? Mm-hmm. You, you might feel fine now, but what's going to happen five, 10, 15 years from now when yeah. you do get diagnosed with something or, or you do have a symptom or maybe you've been popping this pill for 10, 20 years thinking that you're still healthy, but you're really not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By definition, if you are taking medication, you're you're not healthy. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, Chad, let's back up just a, just a step. How, how long have you been running your own chiropractor office now? Right, so I, I started my own. I ran that for about five years and sold it. Okay. Um, then uh, in a group, uh, we had three offices, so we ran it all together, built that up, um, with and, some partners. Yep. Okay. Built that up, and then I had an opportunity to take over another office down in McGuanago as a as a clinic director. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it seemed like uh, just a better fit and um, yeah, a great opportunity for long term growth too. So I ended up switching over there about three years ago. So this is I'm 14 years into this. Wow. I've seen thousands of patients. You know, every single ailment, person, body type age, whatever. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a, it's a profession that is really rewarding to see when people do get it and they go to that next level Mm -hmm. and they get their health back and they're playing with their grandkids or they're getting back to the sport that they want to do or, or they're out running around or they're able to perform at their job better. It's just, it's neat stuff. That's your why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 My kids are really my big why. My family's my big why. Um, and then obviously I can, I can steer that into the office too to yeah. to help others. Most of our audience is you know, guys our age, married with kids. So tell us how long you've been married, how many kids you have. I'm gonna add this up now. So um, <laughs> I think we're going on our 16th year of marriage this year. Uh, we were dating for about five years. After that, we met on Pewaukee Lake sailing together. So All right. um, I actually knew her parents before I knew her, which yep. is the funny thing. And um, our kids are 14 and 12 now, a girl and a boy. So we got one of each. Uh, we're just super happy with, with that situation. Love it. Um, but they're all sailing, too. Um, they're all skiing, right? So, Very active so, family. So we're yeah. outside all year long. We're mm-hmm. not sitting on a couch or lounging around too much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're, uh, we're always outside, always being, being active. Awesome. Thanks, Chad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to segue now into some of these questions, but you, you said something really great before the interview, and so feel free to, to go on whatever tangent you want to um, with some of these questions, because um, as we're looking at the questions, you told me a lot of what I want to get to, you know, the heart of this conversation is going to be about mindset, what's your why, um, and, and keeping that in front of you. So with a lot of guys, you know, you and I know probably dozens of guys who maybe have a, a somewhat of a sincere desire to be healthy, to be strong, to be fit, you know, to have that longevity, but it doesn't really always happen, 
right? And right. so we'll, we'll feel free to you know get into some of the psychology and the mindset as you wish. The, the first question I had in a practical sense was, hey, how can men build muscle effectively? I know so many guys who really want to be it's not like they want to be bodybuilder strong, but they want to be they want to be athletic, fit. They want to be able to do stuff and move freely, and they want to have that sense of strength. So, thoughts on that? How do men build muscle effectively, and and maybe go into some of the mindset of that if you right. want to? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we did have that conversation where um, it's like, you know, why aren't our friends you know more fit? Like, why do they let themselves go? And like mm-hmm. that, even like family too. And uh, yeah, it really comes down to how badly they want it. Of course, we we go to college and we get into certain routines, or we get a job, and then now we're sitting at a desk a lot, and mm-hmm. you know it's ten you know hours a day at a desk or on the phone or in the car, and you know going through the drive-through. It just it adds up uh, pretty quick. Next thing you know, you're you're in this lifestyle of, of office living, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I'm blessed that I I have um, a shift in the morning where I see patients for about three hours, and I've got a long lunch, and then I have another shift for about three hours where I work. So I've got a long lunch where I can jump over to the gym and stuff like that, and 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 hit the weights. But a lot of people don't have that luxury. But really, if if you schedule it, if you schedule your workout you can make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. So some people might start work early, so they might not be able to get to the gym early, and then maybe they get done at work at two or three, and then they can just go to the gym, right? So it's just either either go before work or after work or figure out you know three plus times a week in your day, if it's on a weekend, that you can get to the gym and, and hit those weights. Um, one of my favorite things to do is, is watch those uh, like Instagram videos of people at the gym and they're they're doing that wrong, right? <laughs> Have you seen those videos? Oh yeah, oh, and it's that time of year too. Well, and it's starting to fade probably now at most. Oh gyms, yeah, it's, it's a little empty now in the gym. Those first two weeks in January, everyone's yep. there, and oh yeah, eighty percent of them are doing it wrong. Yep, exactly. So, <laughs> so you, you gotta take it slow. You gotta yeah. gotta read the little stickers on the side of the the weights and make sure you're doing proper form. Um, but yeah, most you got to have a clean protein that you're taking. I I, I like um, a good whey protein or a good bone broth protein uh, that's really clean. Um, yeah. Take that, you know, before and after the workout. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're always you got you got to hit the got to hit the weights. Um, you're not going to build any muscle running like a hamster on a treadmill. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> see that's I, and I see that I I do see, <clears throat> and I think this is important for women too. But I I see people in their middle age, upper 30s and 40s, maybe early 50s, and they think cardio, I just got to do cardio, 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 cardio. And so they run Uh and they run and they bike and Mm -hmm. they bike and there's no real resistance training. And I'm not even saying they have to deadlift 500 pounds. I'm, I'm not even suggesting they have to do like strongman competition. I'm just saying find, find a barbell, a dumbbell, even kettlebell, tension bands like there's got to be some aspect of resistance training um how important is that for just overall general health and fitness i'm I'm talking about the person who's like like i said earlier Uh i don't necessarily want to look like schwarzenegger in the 80s Mm -hmm. i just want to be athletic and fit yeah do you do you really need resistance training of some kind yeah if you if you don't uh don't use it you lose it right yeah that's the truth so the only way to build muscle is resistance like you said and uh yeah, it doesn't need to be some crazy um, 
like DVD workout or, you know, doing it for hours out of the day. You just need to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a big fan of those functional trainers that are in the corner. They're, they got a lot of bells and whistles on it, but it's got everything on it in that one spot. So it's got the pull-up bar on there. You can do rows. You can do bench. You can do squats. You can do all the stuff on there. Um, but um, that's usually the, the spot that I, I would be at in, in the gym. But really, you can be in your own yard you know, chopping wood or lifting wood or moving things around, being more of a weekend warrior where you're outside yeah. doing real labor, right? Yeah. So, but if efficiently, you know, your spine's got to be in proper position too because a lot of people will um, have bad form, hurt themselves, then not get to the gym, and then it's just a downward spiral because you continue to sit on the couch, pop a pill, you know, not eat the right things, go to sugary things, mm-hmm. and then you go in the opposite direction, right? Okay. So <clears throat> back to the spine where your neck has to have a proper curve forward, right? Mm-hmm. Forward curve, and then your mid-back has to go the opposite way, and lumbar curve is the same curve as mm-hmm. your neck. Um, but nowadays we're on our cell phones, right? Oh, so our, yeah. our heads are cranked forward, right? We're on the computer, so our heads are shifted forward, like forward head posture. It's kind of like taking a bowling ball with your arms and holding it way out. It's really difficult to do that. You get tired, but if you hold it close to your body, it's a lot easier. So you have to have those three curves. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a 45 degree arc. That's the way God designed us. Um, each curve in the spine has a strong structure to it. If it is out of alignment, now it's just all compression. It's going right to the disc space, pressure on the nerve, causing pain, numbness, tingling, um, shooting pains. And again, we're popping pills, covering up the pain, kicking the can down the road, getting injections, and then surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So opposite of, of the way we should be doing. Yeah. So so get yourself to a good chiropractor, keep your spine in line, eat good, healthy foods, and obviously build muscle is going to be yeah. a long-term solution to health. What do you recommend for, um, you, you talked a little bit about protein, clean protein. So let's say... Um, I just, I'm just thinking of so many guys I know. They're like, hey, I want, you know, I want to put on five pounds of muscle. Mm-hmm. I want to stay fit. Yep. Um, they don't know how to eat. Right. So mm-hmm. you mentioned a, a clean whey or bone broth protein. Um, what else would you add to that in terms of nutrition? You also mentioned drinking plenty of water. Yep. Any, yes. other, any other important things for uh, guys who are looking to get a little stronger? Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, <clears throat> I like the Rocky scene where he's... He's you know eating raw eggs. I love that. <laughs> Not that I'm eating raw eggs, but um, <laughs> I, I do most days actually. Right? I do raw eggs. Yeah, I, I have slipped a raw egg into our smoothies a couple times, mm-hmm. and then I tell the kids and my wife after the fact that they tell me this is a really good smoothie, Dad. And I'm like, by the way, I put a raw egg in there, and they're like, Daddy's never making smoothies again. <laughs> so, anyways, um, but yeah, eggs are good. Eggs are really healthy for mm-hmm. us. Uh, I would just suggest keeping the yolk runny. Um, I, I like. I used to like them scrambled, and I learned that when you do cook the yolk, it, it does have a little cholesterol issue. Um, but ultimately, there's really good protein in there. Don't need to separate it into just the whites. That's just a mess and a lot of work. So just keep the egg on the runny side. I've never been a fan of the egg whites only yeah, type, me of, type of omelet me or neither. whatever. Yeah. No, just... Yeah. just the, the, the egg, egg is made perfectly egg. for us, and it's got a lot of great healthy fats in it, so stick with that. Um, coconut oil is a really good fat. 
stick with butter, something like grass-fed butter yeah. is you got to do because it's a good, healthy fat. Um, do you uh, recommend staying uh, away from the seed oils if you can too? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, like uh, like grapeseed oil or something like that? Um, I'm talking like canola oil and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, the, that's the, man-made stuff. That's the horrible The synthetic stuff. oils yeah. that, we, that we spray our pans with Correct. so yeah, often. None of that stuff, so... Yeah. Um, Olive oil is okay then, and, and butter. Yeah. yeah. If you think of your cells, uh, your cells have a, 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 a layer or the outside is fat, right? Oh. So if you're eating the canola oils, the trans fats, the, the rancid oils, vegetable oils, that layer of fat is more like saran wrap now. It's just... It's the cells not breathing anymore. If you imagine wrapping yourself in saran wrap, how uncomfortable that would be and how hot you know you would get and how you wouldn't be sweating and it would just be all stuck inside you, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, the, the coconut oil, the olive oil, keep it raw. Um, I just wouldn't cook with, with olive oil. You can put it topically. Um, ghee um, is another great healthy fat butter. Um, you can cook with that. Um, it's got a higher um, smoke point to it, so you'll see it smoke, but it's, yeah. it's, it's still okay. Um, yeah, so the good healthy fats, cut out the sugars, clean fats. Um, a lot of people think if I'm cutting out sugar, I can just move over to the alternate sugars like Splenda stevia and, and Stevia. Uh, like, yeah, no, so. No, 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 no. Yeah, just keep, 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 just cut it out as much as you can. Um, and don't add any of those colored packets into anything that you have. <laughs> I think I really think that if if most guys just cut back on the sugar, and and by sugar, wh- what do we mean here? Because I'm not just talking Snickers bars and ice cream. That like right. there's hidden sugar in so many yep. of our carb foods. Yeah, it's a, it's in our um, in our spaghetti. breads and pastas yep. and macaronis and yep. casseroles. It's like yep. oh man, just I, I've talked to people who have gluten intolerance, like. Heavy amount of it, like they can't have a piece of bread, right? Mm-hmm. They go to Europe, and they can eat bread it's all fine, day, right? Yeah, and they're like, "Why is this possible? Why is this happening?" Right. They come back to America, they can't eat our carbs, and it's it's because in America we're producing them in a in a very unhealthy way, right? Yeah, and it is affecting us, and it's not pure clean food, and it does have a certain kind of sugar in it. It's really bad for you. Yeah, and also the way they they grow the grains and things like that, and the wheat. You know, we're spraying our fields with toxic chemicals and then we're turning it into our flour and then we're consuming it. No. So you're it just just like the cow is out there, you know, eating all the, the grain and wheat and whatnot that's been sprayed. So so I forgot what the exact acreage or whatever it is, but it's so so many thousands of pounds of, of stuff that the cow's eating is going into one pound of meat. So you're getting a whole field of pesticides into the one pound of meat that you're eating. So so when it comes to meats, you absolutely, absolutely have to get organic and you have to get grass-fed. Organic grass-fed. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a couple dollars more per pound, but you're also not getting, you know, a whole, you know, gallon full of pesticides, you know, in it, you know, when you're, when you are eating it. Yeah. So. Well, here's the thing. I, way. I tell people, you're going to pay now or pay later right. for your health. Yep. So you can pay later by getting the cheapest food, the most produced, you know, unhealthiest food. Oh, it's affordable. It's on sale. It's way cheaper than the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you'll pay later yep. with medical bills yep. and what, whatever have you. Yep. Or you can pay a little bit now 
and then you you won't have to pay as much right. later. You'll be healthier in the long run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some people will say, "Well, you're just a health nut." Well, of course I'm going to be a health nut. Are you a, a disease nut? Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are you a? Di- I'm going to write that write down. That are down. you a disease nut? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're of right. Of course you're, I'm a health nut. Either I'm going to build my health now or I'm going to wait for my disease and then I'm going to try to treat it. And that's extremely expensive, right? Even if you have health insurance, six I think it's like 68% of people that went through bankruptcy was because of medical bills, oh, right? Oh, wow. So, and the majority, probably three quarters of those people had health insurance too. So, and, it, and on that note, our health insurance isn't for our health. It's there for crisis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's to save my life in crisis. Our healthcare system is there to save my life in crisis. It's not there to get me healthy, right? Yeah. So a drug, a surgery, that's not going to make me healthy. The power inside my body that God gave me, that's what can heal me, and that's what can get me back to health, right? Yeah, and the frustrating thing that I've run into is uh, I've talked to um, – doctors uh and so many of them uh in their in their training in their education so little about nutrition was actually taught and i believe food is medicine and and i believe what we eat is either gonna it's gonna make you it's gonna keep you healthy or it can actually restore health if, if you eat well um but i've never been to a doctor uh like a checkup where the doctor's really asking a lot about nutrition. You know, the only couple questions they kind of ask at the end, uh, do you wear your seatbelt when you drive? Okay, you know, I, when I was younger, do you wear a bike mm-hmm. helmet when you're on your bike? It's like, <laughs> and then, that's it. And then the rest is just, you know, the normal, like check your heart rate. and check, right. exactly. does, does your knee react when I hit it? They're not asking like, what's your diet look like? Are exactly. you getting enough water? Yeah. Are you moving mm-hmm. every day? Are you living too, too sedentary? It's funny, like, uh, we were driving by the big, huge addition they're doing down by Children's Hospital with my kids. Oh, sure. A couple weeks ago, yeah, before the holidays, and I told I told my daughters, I said, what they don't want to here's what they don't want to happen. Health. <laughs> they don't want all of us to begin eating healthy, drinking enough water, and moving every day. Right. Getting our steps in, you know, a little bit of stretching, a little bit of you know cardio and resistance, because they will lose money. Right. They, they wouldn't be able to afford this millions or billions of dollars of addition here. Yeah, you they're, got it. They're banking on the fact that we will be an unhealthy, sick society uh-huh. that needs them. Yeah, you got it. That's why they're expanding the way they are. Yep. It, it, is, it, a, it is a business. It pisses on, me off. Right. To here. no end. Right. Here. I'm, I'm right there with you. It's not a healthcare system. Right. It's, it's a, a sick care system. It's a sick system. care system. Yep. And they exactly. want us to be sick. You got it. Um Okay, that's sorry. What that's, else were you going to say about that? No, that's it. Um, it, it just reminds me the the president of Mayo Clinic, uh, Dr. Dennis Corsese. I think it was 2006. I just did my workshop. I remember, so I remember this. Um, but he, they, they later said, "How can we fix our healthcare system?" And and he laughed. This is this is the CEO president of Mayo Clinic, which is like yeah. renowned uh-huh. as like if you have a problem that nobody can figure out, you go to Mayo Clinic. It's typical what they yeah. say, right? So he was just he laughed at the question on how to how to fix the healthcare system because he's like we don't have a healthcare system, we have a sick care system, right? Mm-hmm. He's like that's like that's like thinking I got to fix my car and you go to your garage and be like oh wait I don't have a car, 
right? <laughs> so that's literally what this guy said, the, the yeah. CEO, president of, of Mayo Clinic. So, wow. so yeah, to, totally right. So that's but revealing. It, 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 it's a cycle, though. So it's like our food is toxic. You know, we're overfed, undernourished. We're on the news, on the, our commercials. It's pharmaceutical companies just saying that we're sick to take this pill. Right. And it's a big old cycle where it's just like this is creating sickness. And then we've got our health care, sick care system with drugs and surgery. And if they can get us on one to four or multiple medications for the rest of their life, they've done their job. Yeah. Right. They have. So Cadence had surgery uh, for a broken ankle uh, two years ago, almost, I think. Oh, was it just last year? Man, time flies. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, she was given three prescriptions after the surgery. Right. With a with a little note, uh, not a, not even written down. Just they gave us the prescriptions, and then the the doctor said, you know, she might be okay with just some Tylenol mm-hmm. every four hours or so, but she'll probably need some of these. Right. On our drive home, we're like, hey, Cadence, can we just try the Tylenol? We're not going to go to Walgreens. Right. We're going to, but if it, the pain is intense, we'll try one or more of what they suggested. For sure. She didn't need any of them. The Tylenol awesome. was fine yeah. for the next two, three days. She needed a little bit of Tylenol, children's Tylenol for the, mm-hmm. you know a few days. And I was just in, I was almost mad because sure. I'm sure that's how they make more money. Like I prescribe things and oh, yeah. I give you more pills and I send you yep. to the pharmacist and the pharmacist yep. loves me for that. And I just was like, this, this is, there's something very broken here yep. that they would, that they yeah, would they're... prescribe up to three, none of which that she really needed. Right. Yeah, the, the incentive is to keep you sick, right? To more drugs, more surgery. That's they're getting. They they don't get any money if you're healthy, right? Right. So, and that's how they pay for those big old wings at expansions stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, so yeah, that that's I'm I'm in that direction too. So we, my, with my family and I, when we you know were pregnant, you know we actually went through like a midwife and. Mm-hmm. And we oh we did midwife too all right yeah, perfect yeah. so like we didn't want to be in the hospital we my wife definitely didn't want to be poked and prodded and checked every couple minutes stuff like that so luckily we had our daughter Gemma um, at a at a house birth center house so awesome. just a midwife and then with our son um, we were at, in an apartment at the time but a midwife was going to come to the 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 apartment uh, when he was born. But he came so fast that it was just me and Victoria in the bathroom as I caught our son. And, wow. then, and, and then our midwife showed up, you know, 15 minutes later. Nice job, Dad. <laughs> I grabbed my hockey goalie mask and my glove and I was ready there to catch. Oh, so, super dad. That's awesome. But, but that goes back to God created us perfectly. He designed us right. for health, not for sickness. And when... Um, basically we're creating the own, our own, our own sickness. So the analogy that I use is, um, like a light switch, right? So Mm -hmm. like there's the lights are on right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if you wanted to make it dark in this room, what, what would you do? I turn off the lights, turn off the lights, right? There's not a dark switch. You're not turning on the darkness, right? (laughs) Ah, So, so Jesus is the light, right? He exists. There's light. When you remove light, that's when you get darkness, right? When you remove health, you get sickness, right? That's right. So, so yeah, so so we're always trying to um, build our health, add health to our bodies rather than just avoid sickness, right? Yeah. We're building health the whole time. Um, believe it or not, uh, last week, so I told you I've been 
uh, in chiropractic profession for 14 years now. Yeah. Last week, I took my first sick day ever. <laughs> so I, I took one day off on Wednesday because I did not feel good at all. It took me 14 years to miss one day of work. Mm. Um, but it, I was just up a couple nights a little too long. I think it was a little stressed from the holidays, stuff like that. I see patients probably 400 a week now, so I'm always getting drooled on and stuff like that. And something just got me, and I went down on Wednesday. But I say that because it took me 14 years to take my first sick day. Yeah. I've been living my life, you know, building health this whole time. But all I had was one day off, and then I was back to work on, on Thursday, mm-hmm. right? I jumped in the sauna. I heated my body up. I ran to a calm walk and I got an IV of vitamins. So got a bunch of vitamins right into the bloodstream. Um, I rested. I did this. I got adjusted. I did this nebulizer with salt water and um, a little bit of oregano oil. And I put uh, this food grade um, hydrogen peroxide in there too, just a little bit and helped clear out my lungs by five o'clock. I was feeling a million times better. Wow. Back to work Thursday morning, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Versus maybe when I was a kid, it'd be three weeks of sickness and coughing yeah. and ripping ab muscles and cough syrup and, you know, whatever other stuff to try to cover up my symptoms. But, you know, our focus now is, is oh, you're feeling a lot in the weather? Um, let's let's increase that that fever, right? Let's the fever is good. It's gonna heal me. It's gonna kill off the bacteria. It's gonna kill off the virus, right? How can I heat it up, right? Um, what what can I do to, you know, you know, if we're vomiting, that's it, it's not fun, but it's getting it out. If diarrhea, it's not fun, but it's getting it out, right? It's yeah. it's healing us. Can you imagine if we're not doing those things? You know, those are the things that God created inside us to heal. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we take a different approach when it comes to health, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to, you know, I just, I'll make a little comment here. I know a lot of great doctors out there, too. I, I don't want to paint a broad stroke like, oh, this is all bad. Like, mm-hmm. there are some amazing people working in our so called healthcare system I, with I totally really agree. good intentions. I've got family, I've got friends, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So God bless you, all, all the doctors out there who truly care about people's health. And are willing to think a little bit outside of the uh, the box of the of the so-called healthcare system. Um, love you guys. Bless you guys. Hey, Chad. We talked a little bit about building muscle. Um, I've had a lot of guys ask me too, as a kind of a follow up to that. What's the best way to lose belly fat? You know, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to have ripped arms, but I I've got five to ten pounds right here. Well, how do I get that off? <laughs> so I'll uh, I'll pitch that question to you. Any thoughts on that? I'm sure you've had that question too. Oh, for sure. Uh, the dad bod that's getting pretty popular now, uh, right? So. Do not brag about the dad bod, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I see that on Instagram. The people are bragging about yeah, it. Like, right? Shut up. Yeah. Don't uh, brag about it. Fix it. Yeah. So, so there's menopause, right? Mm-hmm. Out there, women, you know, hormones are off. They going through their, they're losing their cycle and stuff like that. But um, with men, it's angiopause. Like you're literally, mm. you've literally lost testosterone over the years. Starting at 35, we <clears throat> we lose our testosterone. Um, but if you stick with the weights, if you stick with a healthy lifestyle, those levels do stay high. So. So the dad bod is because you have a lot more estrogen in your body now. Um, unfortunately, you know the the beers that we're drinking, the light beers, oh. stuff like that, all that's converting into more estrogen. Yeah. And what it does, 
It's liquid bread. Right. And what, it, what it's doing, too, is it's, it's actually converting our testosterone into estrogen. It actually yeah. goes mm-hmm. down that pathway. And so we're just bombarded with more estrogen now. So, so just by hitting, hitting the weights, um, adding in the good healthy fats, um, that's going to really help reduce the, the, the belly fat, the dad bod. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I've cut back majorly. I, I even just up to about a two years ago, I would, it wouldn't be abnormal for me to average about a drink to two a day Sure. after, you know, and, and I think it was just a, I don't know, just what I kind of grew up with. You know, I saw my dad and uncles mm-hmm. and grandpas all, you know, the beer after cap. work. Yep. Mm-hmm. You earned a beer. You know, yep. if, you, if you worked hard, you earned a beer, maybe two on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sure. Um, you know, I started getting into a little bit of bourbon. People still give me bourbon now, and it sits on my shelf for <laughs> like forever. <laughs> I, I had uh, half of a, you know, a serving of bourbon on New Year's, um, mm-hmm. but I haven't had a drink of alcohol since then. My life is so much better. I, I like I feel different when mm-hmm. versus I maybe have a drink every couple months now as opposed to a couple years ago. And I, I just want to attest. I want to give a testimony. Guys, you will feel different if you cut back on the alcohol. And I, I don't mm-hmm. even think you have to eliminate it altogether. I, mm-hmm. You and I had a, had a drink, I think, a right. couple months ago at your house. You yeah. guys hosted us. And it actually what it does is make that beer so much more enjoyable. Right. Like this is probably the one beer I'll have for quite some time. Yep. Maybe, maybe a few weeks, maybe a few months even. And it tastes so good. Yeah, that, so, It yeah. goes down that route too where it's like, well, um, you know, I only drink, not me, but like people would be like, I drink Miller Lite and, and but do you have six of them, you know? So what's, <laughs> yeah, the, what's yeah. the point, right? <laughs> right? Maybe have one good beer, you yep. know, just one and enjoy it rather than just pounding them back, right? Right. So yeah, that's, that's huge too. We, we're we're a part of a wine club. We we get four bottles of wine a, a month, uh, but they're good, healthy wine, sustainable. They they don't have like a lot of sulfates and other junk in there too. So, mm-hmm. um, I've also done a lot of studies in all the blue zones in the world where mm. these people are living to a hundred years old, and a lot of these people are smoking, right? They're they're um, they're they're drinking um, quite a bit. They're having their wine at lunch, stuff like that. Uh, but they're also living out the land in a clean way. You know, if our bodies can detox and and heal, it's good. But if if we're not, then oh. you're driving down the sickness route, right? Where are some so, of those blue zones? I like Okinawa is one of them. Japan, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Those guys consistently um, make it to, to hundred really well. Uh, but the one that really surprised me was uh, Sardinia. Is it? Um, oh, some Mediterranean. Like, yeah. Yeah. So in that region, there there's an area where the men consistently live to 100. So that caught my eye oh, wow. because it's, they, they say people are living to 100, but it's mostly women. The guys usually aren't making it that far. Right. But this this particular region in Sardinia, uh, it was the men that were living to 100. I'm like, okay, what are these guys doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And of course, they did have their wine at breakfast, lunch, and maybe not breakfast, but lunch <laughs> and dinner, sure. right? But they had the specific wine that grows off the land. But they're also... You know, walking the land, lifting, twisting, turning, like in a healthy way. You know, staying agile, staying flexible. Um, they've got a sense of community. You know, they're always helping each other out. And um, you know, that that was a, a area that I continued to study to, so I can learn more. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 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 Do you think there's um, w- what do you 
What do you think about mindset and motivation as it applies to a couple of those questions you and I get asked um, by guys who are like, hey, you know, you seem kind of fit. Like, how do I how do I get there? Right. I want to. Hey, if I could get five pounds of muscle and lose five to 10 pounds of belly fat, right. I'd be so happy. Exactly. And and I see a little bit of a sincerity there, but I, I also know right away it's like, I don't know if you really want that. Exactly. Because it would require some sacrifice. You know, I, I, I know a guy whose favorite line is like, the best workout I can recommend is fork drops and pushaways. And they're like, what do you mean? Uh, uh, plate pushes or something like that. Sure. Uh, drop the fork, push the plate away. Like, oh, interesting. Because like, they're like, what kind of what kind of workout is that? He's like, you just you yeah. cut out the sweets, man. Yeah. Don't get second servings. It's it's pretty yeah. simple, but it's twelve ounce curls. Little bit of people sacrifice. talk about. Yeah. Like, like no, that's not that's not what I want. Yeah, I I mean, I really believe it. It's a desire. Like, how, how badly do you really want it? Um, I want it so I can hang out with my kids and and travel and and play and and feel good right when i when i went down last week not feeling good oh it was the worst thing ever because like i got so much stuff i want to do and achieve and i i can't live my purpose right now i'm just laying in bed being, barely being able to move a finger you know what i mean mm-hmm. um there there i forgot what this i heard the story i think it's real it's like, it was either like socrates or or aristotle or something that some someone went up to him you know, at, at his time, and was like, "Hey, I want to learn from you." And Socrates, Aristotle, I forget who it was, but he was like, he just kind of laughed. He's like, "You don't want it enough." And he's like, "All right, well, just meet me down at the water at, at this time." And he he like held the guy under the water. You ever heard this story? I think like, I have. Yeah, yeah keep, like, keep going. That, like he he like he held the the guy's head under the water, and he couldn't breathe, and he came up. He's like, "Do you still want it?" He's like, "No, what are you? You're crazy. Why would I do this?" Held him back under the water. So basically, it was like. When you, when you want a, to breathe that badly after being held in the water, like that's the level that you got to get to, right? So if you hold held your breath and at that moment right before you, you breathe, that's the, the amount of desire uh, you need to be healthy. You know okay, I mean? the story's coming back to me. Right. I think it goes like this. The, the, the teacher or philosopher held this, the would-be student under the water for a few seconds, brought him up and said, what do you want? And he said, I want to be your student. Mm-hmm. And he pushed him down again. Yep. And he repeated this yeah. for a while until when, when the would-be student came up gasping and, right. what do you want? I want to breathe. Yeah. And then he stopped yeah. and he said, when you want to be my student as badly as you want to you breathe, then you're ready. And I, th- I think yeah, the tie-in is, that's it. guys, when you want your health bad enough to make sacrifices for it, then you'll actually have it. Yeah, love it. <laughs> and that, I think that's there's there's a spiritual lesson there too. Like I, 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 to the spiritual, all things are spiritual, and I think God really genuinely is glorified more when we take care of the body that he gave us. Like you're a steward of this right. thing on this side of eternity. It's the only body you get. This is our vehicle. This is all we get. Right. right? You don't get to switch. <laughs> and God is asking you, he's giving you a responsibility to take care of it well. Um, and when you have a sincere want to, to the point where you'll sacrifice for it, awesome things are going to happen. Yeah, I agree Amen. with you. Okay, let's, we're going to skip this one, but go right to this one here. Um, 
how can guys, because this is right up your alley, Chad, mm-hmm. how can guys prevent injuries, especially during workouts or just during working on the house? I know guys who are like, right. yeah, you know, I was carrying something across the yard in the wheelbarrow and I threw my back out. Yeah, um, so I hear that all the time. Let's talk a little bit about injury prevention, especially for guys in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Yeah, um, it goes back to goes back to your frame, right? Your posture. So I mentioned before, you have to have three curves in your spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think of think of like a bridge or a dam, it's all made out of those forty five degree angles. It's a stronger structure. So when you have those proper curves, um, you've got the proper range of motion, things like that, and you're really resistant to injury. Um, going back to the the Instagram videos of the bad um, techniques in the in the gym. Um, if, if, if you do watch those, uh, you can see what not to do, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, but ultimately, that frame has to be in proper alignment. You got to think of your frame with every movement that you do, whether you're sitting in a chair, looking at your cell phone, looking <clears> at your computer, or even sleeping. You just have to, you got to keep the frame in mind and keep it in the position where the spine's in a line and you have those proper curves, hips in, in, in level, so that you know, the body does have the ability to, to recover um, after mm-hmm. resistance, right? So um, that's the biggest thing. Of course, it's, it's, if you're under chiropractic care, you can consistently have the spine put back into place mm-hmm. and you can have specific exercises or rehab uh, to, to hold things into position. I have my patients go home with these sleep aids, their little rolls and wedges that they get to lay on and actually helps mold the spine into position and hold oh, it in position. Nice. Um, they also do this neck traction on a wall that helps create that curve in the neck. Um, but if you're if you're sleeping on the couch all twisted up, you know, because you f- fell asleep watching a TV show, that's not going to help, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, at the at the gym though. Uh, I wouldn't go, you know, heavier than than you think you can handle. Just start off with the, you know, small plate and just build up from there. Yeah. Um, make perfect sure perfect you, your form exactly. Perfect the form um, as you're building up. Uh, it, a lot of people get really motivated to get back to the gym and they throw all all the weights back on, right? And then they injure themselves and, and then they're out for a while. So yeah. not not the right route for sure. So so when it comes to the injuries, our our, our our bodies are designed to heal, uh, but when you use poor biomechanics, you can definitely injure yourself. Yeah. 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 We're, um, so to kind of uh, land the plane on this conversation, if someone's in the, the area here, southeast Wisconsin, they're looking for a good chiropractor, mm-hmm. where can they find you, Chad? Yeah, so I'm, I'm in McGuanago right down 83, um, chiropractic first uh, com is the website. Um, anybody hears this this uh, podcast, I'd love to extend a VIP treatment to them, uh, which basically the first visit would be no cost at all. Just I want to bless them with with a, a health analysis. I've got a nerve and muscle scan in the in the practice that goes up your spine, gives us a better idea if it's a nerve pressure uh, problem or if it's a muscle problem. Um, if we need to, if it's necessary, we can take some x-rays and actually see what position the spine's gone into. And then I would just sit down with you and analyze the spine and show you what I see and figure out why you have this neck pain in the first place or or why this is shutting down or why you've got numbs and tingling. And so, I'd, yeah, I'd love to extend that to any listener that's that, that's hearing us. 
That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And where, where again, is the best way for them to reach out to you? Go uh, on so, a website yep, or yep, so call a phone number? Yep, what do you think? Chiropractic first, mm-hmm. Um You can call Dana. I'm going to see if I can remember the number. I think it's 262-363-5012. I'm pretty sure that's it. But if I'm wrong, maybe we'll put a little note in the... I can put something on the show go. notes. Let me see here. Uh, if I, you might have texted it to me because I actually have to call Dana... Uh, as well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go to your guys' office here soon mm-hmm. um, to get uh, to get we, my spine adjusted we, a bit. I, I just adjusted a, a six-day-old baby this week. Um, oh wow! I, I adjusted the mom um, before she was even pregnant. Um, was adjusting her. She got married, got pregnant. Was adjusting the dad um, and the mom while she was pregnant. Um, then just had an amazing birth um, with no complications whatsoever. Uh, as soon as they, you know, basically were able to come in, got the baby adjusted right away too. Yeah. Um, super safe, um, super simple. Um, like, like I said, it's just it's all about health. I've got athletes in the office. I've got teenagers. I've got um, you know aging Americans. I've got um, you know high performance athletes. I got everything under the sun. Uh, if you've got a spine, if you've got a pulse, you really should be getting adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. Is, and is this the number here at the top, uh, the top? I think I got that right. All right. Perfect. So once again, 262-363-5021. Yeah, I just mentioned the podcast and uh, talked to Dana, and, and we'll get you set up with a VIP uh, pass for the first day. And usually, I think, I think it ranges ranges probably up to 350 bucks in, in, in value just for that first day. And we would just bless that with you guys. So, um, if you have any insurance, Dana would be happy to call and verify and let you know exactly what the benefits are. Uh, but we're here to help and we want to make it as affordable as possible. But if you invest into your health, uh, you'll, you'll reap uh, dividends in the long run. So hundred percent. And I'll just personally attest as a neighbor down the road, uh, Chad and his family are awesome. They, they do family well. They do the neighbor, you know, they're present in the neighborhood. They let their light shine in a, in a really beautiful way, just with their, their actions as well as their words. My daughter goes to a Bible study with Chad's daughter once a week uh, through a young life in the area. Um, so it's, it's really cool. We see them outside all the time, just exercising, walking, walking their dog, rollerblading. <laughs> um, their kids are awesome. So uh, Chad, you lead your family well. You're you're doing business and health really well too. Thank you so much for being on the show. I, exactly. I really I appreciate really you. appreciate it. Hey guys, if this has blessed you in any way, this show is free. I mean, so if this has blessed you in any way, one of the ways you can show appreciation and say thank you is share it with somebody. Maybe post it on social media. Tell a friend about it, um, or leave us a, leave us a five star review on either Spotify or on Apple. That's the way you can. Uh, you can quote unquote pay for this show. Um, we'll be back again next time with, uh, with some more awesome interviews and of course the Friday shorts. Uh, so we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Yeah.